man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. All right, and it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here with Charles. What's up, Charles? Hey, what's up? hey Lots of things to talk about this week, so let's just delve into it. Hey, a quick shout-out to Buzzkill. What's up, Buzzkill? In the chat, he's watching via Twitch right now, guys. He just followed the channel. Thank you so much for coming by tonight, man, and hanging out. What's up, Buzzkill? For all of the people that are listening on um, our Twitch, or excuse me, just on a regular podcast platform, Make sure you follow our Twitch channel. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Rock News Weekly, baby. Twitch.tv slash Rock Rock News News Weekly. All right, there we go. We're good. We're good. We're cooking with gas now. Oh, my God. All right. I see Tildy Sweenadoo off in the the rafters. Tildy Sweet. We have posters of Tildy Sweenadoo through the whole uh, studio. All right. It's season four, episode 33. This week, we're talking about Pantera's reunion recruiting Dimebag's guitar tech. Grady Champion, so he's on board, so we'll talk about what the deal is there. Details emerging on the new David Bowie documentary, Moon Age Daydream, that's actually going to be coming out next month. Uh, Mastodon availing a brand new free documentary that you can watch right now on the making of their new album, Hushed and Grim. Hushed and Grim. Tommy Lee opens up on why he posted new pictures of himself online and what the hell was that all about. Plus this week in rock and roll history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. Uh, everything's up, rocknewsweekly.com. Subscribe, anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in via Twitch, via the podcast, rocknewsweekly.com. Cheers, baby. Hey, Diggs, uh, BTW7, what's up? Hey, thank you guys for stopping by. We appreciate you guys coming by. hey what's up, Diggs? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly. You guys give us a follow. Check out some of our Instagram videos. We post them for you guys every week. Gives you a little one-minute update every week. A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of albums out this week. Whoa! We're not going to go through all these because we got to do a condensed version of the episode tonight. We're actually going to my dad's house. Uh, we had some family stuff. I went to a funeral today, so we're doing kind of a condensed version of the episode. But there are a lot of albums out. A lot a lot of albums. Uh, a notable one is from Machine yeah. Head. Machine Head's got a brand new one on Nuclear Blast. That's going to be a killer one. I um, could go, I could go through them all in like one minute. Do it. Do you it all do in it? like okay. twenty seconds. Ready? Becoming the Archetype, Children of the Great Extinction, Biomer, Voices in the Sky, Dreadnought, The Endless, Dynasty, The Final Event, Gravedigger, Symbols of Eternity, Hierophant, Death Siege, The Hearse Effect, Solitaire, Iron Savior, Reforged, Ironbound, Ligurp, Profunder, How to Shroud Yourself, Night, Lonely Robot, A Mortal Life, Machine Head, A Kingdom, Crown, Master <laughs> on the Seventh Day, God Created Master, Muse, Will of the People, Obituary, Gods of Death, Live Infection, Obituary, Slowly Relot, Live, Rotting Santa Cruz, Return yes. to the King. Sigurd, Thought Crimes, Ultra Pass. That was under a minute, dude. That was very impressive. Yeah. Nice, Charles. I think you just you set guys a got world, all that right. You you set a world record for fastest death metal uh, and metal release <laughs> recap of the week. I I, I used to be the Microman commercial. Oh oh yeah, that's right. Micro machines. Micro machines. Micro machines. Yeah. I used to be micro machines guy. Oh shit, that's funny. All right. Pantera recruiting Dimebag's Guitar Tech for the upcoming tour. So, All right. This is uh, Dimebag's Guitar Tech. His name, uh, with the Grady Champion. And apparently he's on board here with uh, Rex Brown, Zach Wild, 
Charlie Benante, Dimebag, and now Grady Champion. I um, didn't know Zach. Oh, Zach Wild. I didn't know he was going to do it. Zach Wild's on board. Zach Wild's confirmed. A couple wow. weeks back, we were we, we were talking about it. So um, he's he's one of Dime. He was Dimebag's guitar tech. Yeah. Very signature sound that Dimebag had. Uh, very responsible for that. Awesome. So, he basically says uh, he's ghosted a lot of people. He's uh, kind of uh, everybody's kind of like, oh, you're doing it for the money. Kind of a lot of people coming at him negative about this whole thing. Huh. So if you you can look at the post on uh, Champions um, Facebook page, Instagram, he talks about it all. Yeah. But basically, I like how he says it right here. I started with Pantera and I will end with Pantera. I didn't know the right thing to think to say to do when I saw the head headline like everyone else. I threw up sweaty palms. Heart was freaking out. I'd seen that headline a thousand times in my nightmares. After it sunk in and I spoke to everyone, I felt like if I needed to turn my nose up and say, F that, I need to be involved if I am needed. Turns out I'm needed, and I'm effing doing it. Awesome. Thanks to my family. And he says, if it hadn't been for Dime and his belief in me, I wouldn't be anywhere. So I have to go represent. I love that. I love so, that. Nicely I, done. I, it sounds like it's coming from a place of honesty, guys. It doesn't sound like it's a, a cash grab or anything like that. Yeah. So... I, I, I like I like what's going on. That's great. I, 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 I think it's a good thing. Actually, we were kind of like we were very hesitant. Um, yeah. But I think maybe this might just be something worthwhile. We were talking about it that it may be just kind of a cash grab and uh, just kind of a I don't know. But yeah. it, it looks like it may be at least from this dude's point of view. Yeah. And I think Zach Wild's point of view. I don't know about I can't speak for Phil Anselmo, to be honest. Yeah, Phil yeah. Anselmo seems still kind of like a, a, a shifty kind of dude. Yeah. But anyway, they're going to be kicking it off uh, this whole Pantera deal in Colombia at Knotfest, December okay. 9th. And then they're doing a, a bunch of other dates in Chile, Santiago, uh, and, and then they go to Mexico as well. Puro Tagasco. So, yeah, check that out. All right, free documentary. It's Ooh. out now. After you get done watching this, go watch Mastodon's new documentary, The Making of Hushed and Grimm. It's actually a 90-minute documentary on their YouTube channel. It's totally free, and it's a pretty personal album. Mastodon's, um, it was their friend and manager, Nick John. He passed away from uh, pancreatic cancer Ooh, in 2018, ouch. and he was a huge part of Mastodon, a part of the band. So this new album that they wrote is kind of all about him and how the band was dealing with it. And I, I liked uh, this quote here. They said, there's no way we could ignore that. He's talking about the death, right? Yeah. It, and when they were writing music, he said, it, it seemed too large of a moment in our lives to not write about it. It was too monumental and devastating for us to say, we're not going to think about that. We're going to write some fun, happy rock songs. It doesn't work like that with us. From day one, we've always pulled authentic emotions into our lyrics, our story writing, and our riff writing. Yeah. It always comes from within. So I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, typically sadness... Uh, it makes for some of the best mu it does. music. It does. And I got to yeah. say, every single that they've released on this album is absolutely killer. Yeah. yeah. I, I've played every single one on the station, and they're all bangers. They're really good uh, tracks from Mastodon. And it's all from Place of Honesty, so very cool. Yeah. Check this out from Bowie. Oh, yeah. David Bowie. Moon Age Daydream. It's just a Moon Age Daydream. Daydream. Uh, set for a release digitally September 16th. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Ziggy Stardust. Uh, soundtrack right. to Brett Morgan's David Bowie documentary. It's called Moon Age Daydream. Um, highlights on the set include a previously unreleased live medley of the Gene Genie Love Me Do 
recorded live at the final Ziggy Stardust concert. Okay. At the Hammersmith Odeon in 1973, featuring Jeff Beck on guitar. Jeff uh, Beck on guitar? Yeah. Nice. Other rarities include an early version of the Hunky Dory favorite Quicksand, previously unreleased version of Rock and Roll with Me uh, from the Diamond Dogs tour. So uh, the CD is coming out November 18th, but this uh, digital release is coming out September 16th. All right. So Dope. make sure you guys check that All out. All right. Check out this uh, vinyl, dude. Oh, my God. That is a real cannabis leaf plant. Oh, it's real? It's they pressed real. it into the vinyl? It's pressed into the vinyl. No. That's right. It's, wow, in 1995, says, this would have been like I know, right? my <laughs> dream. I would have been like, oh, my God. It's pure, unadulterated, authentic cannabis leaves encapsulated in PVC for the first time ever to create a deluxe weedy and hi-fi pressing of the album, available exclusively at Third Man's Detroit storefront. So All right. for everyone listening in the Chicago area, if you're a Detroit listener, go out and grab one of these because they're only available at the storefront. They're going to be worth a lot of money, but uh, I hope you use it uh, for your own personal enjoyment. Oh, uh, there's supposed to be some, like, uh, kind of crazy weed, like, concert up up in Turlock, California. Oh, yeah, yeah. With um, uh, Cypress Hill. Yeah, it's I forget gonna be the there. name of it. A bunch of other bands, like... We're not giving away tickets, surprisingly, at oh, the that, station that for weird. it. I know. That's weird. You We're guys usually would. That. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so... This album's coming out. It's a, a really awesome doom metal album. Oh yeah, and, and that I just that that caught my eye there. That's, That's awesome. awesome, right? That's awesome. So check that out. Coming out soon from Sleep. Um, uh, Rush, Alex Lifeson, guitarist Rush, donate a bunch of guitars to uh, the Children's Hospital. Oh, look at that. Yeah, in Nashville, uh, and he's there with some Gibson representatives and people from Nashville. And Alex Lifeson's been on a charity movement lately. After nice. uh, losing Neil Peart, so he's been doing some really good stuff. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Bunch of Les Pauls. Cool. Yep. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, Anthrax, Black Label Society, they had to cancel some shows due to a broken stage. What? Yeah, in the Main Street Armory in Rochester this past Friday, it was determined that the stage was broken and unsafe for the bands to perform, according to social media posts. So they had to just outright, you know, there was probably some janky stage, and the promoter kind of dropped the ball there, oh, yeah. you know? yeah. They said, it's shitty for you, it's shitty for us, we'll be back, my friends, on a real stage, it, end quote. And honestly, it kind of seems like they'd want to play that stage. I know, right? Anthrax and Black Label? <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, no, fuck they that, we're going at perfect. shitty stages, exactly. right? Come on. Uh, James Hetfield's getting divorced. We talked about that oh, last heard, week. Yeah, yeah. And now his wife's kind of stepping out and uh, saying some stuff. She says, after 30 years of up and ups and downs, but always with a lot of love, I'm extremely saddened that my marriage has come to this. Uh, finally breaking her silence regarding the pair's impending divorce after 25 years of marriage. Yeah. So it must be something pretty serious when it happens after that long, right? Absolutely. James uh, Hetfield replied with, uh, We're going to get a divorce. <laughs> the Unforgiven <laughs> is written about me because I'm unforgiven <laughs> in my marriage. No, I don't 25 know. 25 years. We don't know what happened. He's sober now. I don't know if anything to do with his sobriety. and He's like a different person. I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah. Good luck to him, though. And yeah. I hope everything honestly works out. Look at Fred Durst is going to be in a horror movie. What? He's already this? a horror movie. <laughs> Fred Durst is a walking horror movie. Yeah. Phoebe Bridgers and Snail Mail's Lindsay Jordan. I have no idea who those people are. Yeah, me either. Uh, it's a movie called I Saw the TV Glow. Oh. That sounds bad. Give me something to break. That's his only line. That just sounds bad. That's his only line. Here's a non-nude picture of Tommy Lee because... Apparently, that's what he's doing is posting nude photos of himself these days. 
posted a photo of himself last week during a motherfucking bender. During a Motley Crue show this week in San Antonio, he explained to the crowd what happened. So, before I tell you, Charles, what do you think is his ex- excuse for why he posted nude photos of himself? Uh, what do you think? Mm, he ate a... Uh, bag of mushrooms? He ate a bag of mushrooms, did uh, 14 lines of cocaine with David Crosby, and uh, and you know, somebody not, threatened him with a pistol. You're not far off. He, and he says, it I went on a motherfucking bender, bro. During a Motley Crue show this week in San Antonio, he says... Uh, I got fucking sideways, <laughs> yeah, bro. Here's- and a fuck, I got naked, bro. <laughs> I posted pictures of my dick, right, save, bro. Save from the beginning. Do it from, do the whole thing. It starts <laughs> with a fucking cu- bender. No, no, no. couple, couple weeks of weeks ago, bro. We had like a two-week break off the tour, bro. And I went on a motherfucking bender, bro. A bender. I got fucking sideways, bro. As fuck. And I got naked and posted pictures of my dick. Whoa, dude. <laughs> oh, here. You got to say this next yeah. couple lines. He added. And usually. <laughs> I said, he added. <laughs> and usually, I mean, I'm a titty man. So I like to see those titties, bro. But tonight, tonight is an equal opportunity night, bro. Tonight, I want to see everyone's dick. Come on, boys. <laughs> Pull your shit out. Pull your fucking junk out. Let's go, bro. Wow. That's Tommy Lee. Yep. There he goes. That's a that's a direct There he goes. So, Robert Plant. Robert Plant. Does not want to do Zeppelin stuff. Uh, Someone asked the, knew that. the dreaded question, and he goes, I love his quote here, though. Look it. He says, going back to the front to get some kind of massive applause, it doesn't really satisfy my need to be stimulated. Oh, okay. So I got to say, like, he's not in it for, like, the adoration or whatever. Yeah. He's just trying to make music for music's sake these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to do it for that. He's so. doing one-offs with folks. and That's pretty yeah. awesome. Oh, hey, all right, we got birthdays, but we got to run a really quick ad. So let's run a really quick ad. Uh, let's do... Um, Ball Jack Compadre. All right, let's do it. Ball Jack Compadre, let's do it. Yeah. And now a message from one of our sponsors. What's for dinner, Jeb? Same thing as always, kid. Well, hell, refresh my memory now, Jeb. Always beans, kid. Beans and corn in a jar, kid. That's what we're doomed to eat on this dusty trail. And for breakfast tomorrow? Beans. And for lunch? Corn. And for a snack? Beans and corn. Just not as much. It's a snack, Ted. Well, hell! Welcome to the dusty trail, my friend. Shut up, Jeb. I'll tell you what. Ten years, Jeb. All we get is some goddamn beans and corn for rustling the herd day and night. You can real slowly, like, shove that dusty full jar of corn straight up your... Wait, someone's a-coming. Who the hell is you? Are you the dusty trailblazers I'm looking for? Who's asking, stranger? Balljack man is asking, compadres. Looking for trailblazers to quench that dusty thirst with my balljack. Partner, did you just say balljack? That's what he said, Ted. Shut up, Jim. Looks like I showed up just in time. This blend of Doreen and Tiger's Tears caffeine and the blood of a mango is just what you need to burk up your dusty trailblazing throats. Now I remember I heard of you mister 
You turn worn out old cow dogs like us into hammer jacking trailblazing machines. Did he just say blood of a mango? You're goddamn right, America. Now grab this ball jack. Open it wide up for your trusty trailblazing compadre there and give him a fat dose of this liquid ambrosia. Hell yeah! Tastes hot. Damn right. It better. It comes straight from my dusty trailblazing heart. Now giddy up, Le Chevalier. Huh? Shut up, Jim. And remember, my cow-poking compadres, you can reach over and grab your partner's ball jack anytime to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst after purchasing a load at your nearest convenience store. You mean convenience store, right? You're goddamn right. Laissez-le le bouton roulet, muchachos. Huh? We're saved. Look at him go. That dusty trailblazer. But he stole uh, beans and corn. What the hell? And where's my wallet? Balljack, reach for it today. Ball Jack, wow. I love our sponsors. Ball Jack's I love always, our you know, sponsors. They're just, they're just good people. Yeah, laissez-le bon temps relay. As they say. Muchacho. Uh, all right, it's time for some birthdays. Yeah. So let's blaze through it. Charles, all take right. it away. Here we go. Oh, shit. Well, hold on. Grateful me... Web. <laughs> <laughs> Donna Jean. Yeah. Uh, Gaucher McKay. It's uh, uh, yeah, Donna Jean, a gonchon moquet, a laissez-le bon temps relais, a gemetrait, Donna Jean, gonchon moquet. Former singer with the Grateful Dead as Donna Jean Gaucher. Uh, she's waiting for Gaucher. Widow of the Grateful Dead keyboardist Keith Gaucher, 75. Gotcha. Yep, and if I was mistaken, I would think that she was Mrs. Doubtfire. That does kind of, you know. She's a little Mrs. Doubtfire. You know, it kind of looks like, um, what's that actor's name uh, from Roseanne? Oh, it looks like John Goodman. John Goodman with a wig? <laughs> like a John Goodman's <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> hey, we love you, Donna. We love I know you. you're a big fan of the podcast. Oh, we love you. Just kidding. Uh, Biento. Okay. Vernon Reed, guitarist of Living Color. He is 64 years young, baby. Look at that vest. Look at that vest. I, I actually like the vest. I think where's, at some point in your a, life, yeah, you need to. Throw you need on a vest, vest you especially know? if you wear a uh, what a fedora. That looks like you gotta um, have a vedette. You gotta have a vedette. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> you like these? <laughs> Gary Lee Connor. He's the guitarist <laughs> of the Screaming Trees, and he is also the the comic book shop owner in The Simpsons. That is, yeah, right. He is 60 years old. Android's Dungeon or whatever. <laughs> he is the owner of Android's Dungeon. Uh, hats off to you, Gary Lee Connor. Rob Halford, yeah! Uh, uh, Rob Halford, the man himself, uh, took the award from the Rock and Roll Hall of oh, Fame fuck. and also simultaneously said, fuck you. Dude, we didn't do the, the, the fucking birthdays thing. Oh, we didn't do the birthdays transition? <laughs> There we go. We did it. Birthdays. Okay. See, we're good. We're good. We're, we're good. Back on track. Rob right. Halford. Rob Halford. Said, yep. Yep. said, fuck you to the uh, hey, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Gene Simmons. The, 
He's the rock singer from Kiss. He is 73 years young, and he is perpetually in a state of anger and irritation. For as much money as Gene Simmons has, look at how fucking gross his fingernails are. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, dude, you got you got all the money in the world. You can't like get a manicurist to like yeah. do something there with your gross ass fingers, dude. You can't like hire somebody to walk around and. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he bites him. Ugh. He has a lady bite him for yep. him. Bite uh, my fingernails. Vivian baby. Campbell, who is the guitarist of Def Leppard, uh, he also played with Dio. It's time to go. He and White Snake. Uh, nobody has ever poured sugar on Vin- Vivian Campbell. Did you know that? That's right. He'll put no you one's in the ever face. poured sugar Someone on tried, him in the name of love. Got socked in the face. Yeah. Uh, Shirley Manson, lead singer of Garbage and sister to Marilyn Manson. <laughs> she is, is not 56 true. years young, <laughs> and she's only happy when it rains. That's Did right. You know that? It's yeah. only happy when it rains. It must be raining in that photo. Must be raining she in that photo. She looks happy. Adrian Young, yeah. who he's like, mm. he's like, hey, this is this is what this is what's <laughs> happening in this picture. Hey, Adrian, uh, you're looking pretty good today, and he's like, mm, no doubt. <laughs> He is 53 years young. He's exactly 10 years older than me. There we go. Yep. yep. And uh, Maureen Moe Tucker, who also wrote um, she's The li- Vampire Chronicles. She's a librarian, is, uh, apparently. She's a drummer of the Velvet Underground. And the best oatmeal and, cookie baker. Absolutely. Thank you for giving us Lestat. Jeff Cook, he's a musician from Alabama. My neon it, green violin. <laughs> And he's wearing a green shirt. It's and a he, Mountain Dew violin. He's making sure he has that VIP ticket going on right there. <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah. Like, you get all this fucking guy. That guy in the background <laughs> says these words, popping a squat when he sits down. <laughs> hey, oh, they have the same birthday. How we funny. Have a, we have another person. A double no doubt birthday. Yeah. Tony Canal, who Gwen Stefani. Oh, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Stefani. <Gwen> Stefani. <laughs> Who Gwen Stefani um, wrote the songs about. Uh, bassist, no doubt, 52. That is right. He is 52. Uh, Alex Lifeson, he's a guitarist. Leafs Lifeson. I'm all Lifeson. 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 Alex Lifeson. Alex Lifeson. <laughs> he's a guitarist from Rush. He is how much? How, how old uh, is he? Is? 69. 69. <laughs> Uh, Glenn Matlock. Uh, Matlock. Glenn Matlock, also original bassist from the Sex Pistols. Yeah. He's 66, and he also is a lawyer in the South. I would not trust that lawyer. I wouldn't either. Oh. Uh, dun, 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 Here we go. Dun. Neil Murray, former bassist of Black Sabbath, and here I go again on my own. He's 72 years old. And Jack Black, comic, actor, wonderful person. Crazy, awesome, perfect human being. Uh, tenacious D, baby. I love Jack Black. 53 years old. You're like my idol, man. Danny Seraphan. Seraphan. Do you know what Seraphim are? Seraphine. Uh, Seraphine. Seraphine. Uh, uh-huh. He's one of the select angels of God. He is the original drummer of Chicago. He is 74 years young, baby. And, <laughs> and Jeff down. He's looking at you, Charles. He's like, <laughs> I want to know what your number is, Betty. <laughs> I want to know your numbers. Is that so? Is that so? Is that so? Mm, Is my son in (laughs) Slytherin this year? (laughs) He's from the Buggles, yes, and Asia. He's 70 years young. All right, we got some trivia, so let's get to it. Trivia time. Where's my trivia time? Here it is. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. There we go. All right. This week in rock and roll history trivia, guys. On this week in 1999 on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? The you one, know, the you one, know this one, the one million dollar question is who won the first hard rock heavy metal Grammy? Contestant Michael Shutterly doesn't know the answer. Do you guys know in the chat? If you guys are watching twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly, play along. Oh, who do is we got it, in the chat? Is it ACDC? Is it B, Jane's Addiction? Is it C, Jethro Tull? Or is it D, David Crosby's hard rocking, cocaine snorting, all American rock and roll band? Oh my God. I was going to type them to, to, to let us know what they think. Um, okay, ACDC, Jane's Addiction, Jethro Tull, David Crosby's hard rocking, cocaine snorting, all American rock and roll band. I'm going to go with D, baby. D? It's got to be D. It's got to be D. David Crosby's. It's got to be D. What do you think, Dahlia? We were talking about this earlier. Sherry knows the answer. It's Dolly. Jethro Tull. Oh, what? Jethro Tull. For heavy metal? That's right. Oh, that's no, right. No, it, yeah. it wasn't even that song. So here's um, the deal. Dahlia uh, does the best, uh, the best uh, Tilde Sweeney to you uh, <laughs> impression, by the way. All right. So here's the deal, guys. On Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, this guy doesn't know the answer. He's like, oh, he's certain it wasn't Jethro Tull. But it was. And had he guessed wrong, his earnings would have been reduced to 32000 but he walks Whoa. away with half a million. But here's the fun fact about Jethro Tull getting that Grammy win. The Academy recognized hard rock music artists for the first time in 1989, right? Yeah. Everybody's like, finally. So they called it the best hard rock metal performance, vocal or instrumental, combining two of those most popular music genres of the 80s. So here were the nominees. Metallica, Jethro Tull, Jane's Addiction, Iggy Pop, and ACDC. Oh, my God. They picked Jethro Tull out you of gotta all be of those. you kidding me. This choice led to widespread criticism of the Academy. Journalists suggested that Jethro Tull's music did not belong in either the hard rock or heavy metal genres. Yeah. And then the next year, they separated it to best hard rock performance and best metal performance. And, and that's what yeah. we've had since. So they fucked it up yeah, that first year. they did. And that's why Rob Halford's like, yep. All right. Movie TV entertainment news. 10 million viewers tuned into House of the Dragon on Sunday. Oh, I still haven't seen it yet, but we want to see it. We have HBO Max. We're going to watch it this Sunday. We're doing a viewing party. If you oh, guys want to cool. come over, we'll cool. watch the, the previous one before. Sweet. And then we can watch the one at 6. It's at 6 p.m. Oh. It's a low-res version, or we can watch the 9 o'clock version. Getting sitters for the twins is always hard. Yeah, that's tough. I yeah, that's it. tough. I it. Well... Everybody's watching it these days, so if you haven't seen it yet, it's supposedly uh, it's pretty good. We, I give it like a seven out of ten. Yeah. We'll talk about it another time and go in depth on it after we've seen a couple more episodes. We have more to kind of talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So. Anyway, we're doing that, a quick episode tonight. Yeah, that's pretty much it for us tonight, guys. I don't want to talk about some of these other ones because they're kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> Wait, Gary, what was that? Gary Busey charged with sex offenses. <laughs> so was Horatio Sands. What? Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. So I, I don't want to get into all that because I just don't feel like talking about that's, this week. That's all we got to do. But they were kind of weird. So look them up. Look up the stories yourselves. Short we're, episode tonight, short babies. Short episode tonight, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Mwah. I wanted to get out there and do something, get my mind off of the stuff. Charles, I appreciate it, man. High five. Thank you, sir. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming by. Um, enjoy your rest of your night, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. All right. Have a good one, guys. Long episode next week. Yeah, we'll do a, a totally full regular episode next week. Peace.